Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 7 of Storytime for Weirdos. This episode is called Race Day. It was a warm day, not hot. I can't remember if it was May or June. I think school was still in session. My dad, who often indulged his impulses, had brought home a remote control car. I believe it was given to him. As the owner of an automotive service station in a rural community, the receipt of gifts was not uncommon. The auto parts store gave him bottles of booze every Christmas. Older women, grateful for their smooth-running Cadillacs, brought him baked goods, quilts, or jam. The remote-control car was decked out in the colors of my father's brand of gasoline, so it may have come from a distributor or been a reward from the company for a sales goal. My dad gathered the family, a benevolent patriarch with a new toy. My sister, at least an older teenager at the time, maybe 17 or 18, humored him. My mother, the true power in the family, was just relieved that my dad's impulses hadn't involved the purchase of large electronics or an actual automobile this time. He had once come home with a red convertible Mazda Miata. The fact that a grown man had purchased a car like that was the first time that I considered the viability of a homosexual lifestyle. I was 13 or 14 at the time and dreaded family activities. I did not want to play with a remote control car or have a family tennis match. I wanted to read fantasy novels and draw pictures of dragons. We marched out to the backyard, past the swimming pool, and onto the sport court. My dad carried the remote control car proudly. The sport court was like a small tennis court, which created the impression of access to a tennis court without the actual benefit of access to a tennis court. It did have a basketball hoop, which I used often. I was still quite dismal at basketball. The surface of the sport court consisted of a concrete pad that had regular seams to prevent cracking. The concrete was covered with a grid of heavy plastic square tiles. My dad set the toy car on the sport court and turned it on. As he attempted to drive it around the perimeter, the flaws of the controller became evident. There were two mechanisms on the controller, a trigger for acceleration and a wheel that turned the car either right or left, but also backwards. If you turned it too far to the left or right, the car would go into reverse. This mechanic, combined with the hair trigger sensitivity of the accelerator, made it virtually impossible to drive the car along a predictable path. After my dad ran the car off the court several times, he became frustrated and handed it over to my sister. She fared no better and gave the controller to me. Seeing that there wasn't any way to properly play with a car, I sat it in the middle of the court 
and just randomly turned the wheels, squeezed the accelerator. The car shot off in a random direction, suddenly popping into reverse before stopping and springing forward into a new direction. I managed to keep it on the sport court. My mom and sister were squealing with laughter. Something about seeing that frustrating, stupid car zigzagging around was hilarious. I was laughing too. The only person not laughing was my dad. Ryan, he bellowed, you're going to break it. I laughed and continued to maneuver the car in a crazy random pattern. The fear of my dad's wrath was outweighed by the attention I was getting. It seemed unlikely that I would break the car. And besides, it was stupid and I was a teenage asshole. My dad grabbed at me, shouting, knock it off. His anger, a new source of mirth for me, as I skipped away from him laughing and furiously twisting the wheel and pumping the trigger. My mom stifled a laugh long enough to admonish me. My parents were studious about supporting each other's parenting. However, both my sister and I had developed a keen sense for insincerity on their part. A half-hearted, Ryan, stop, between snorts of laughter was meaningless and only encouraged me. My father was getting angrier and made another attempt to grab at me. I managed to avoid him, but I knew I couldn't keep it up. The novelty of the car's erratic movements was starting to wear off, so I decided to bail on the whole endeavor. As carefully as possible, I sat the remote on the ground. I didn't want to actually break it, despite my father's insistence that I would. My father made another attempt to grab at me, still angry that I'd spoiled his event. But I turned and ran towards the pool. He yelled after me, intent on a punishment. Between me and the house was the swimming pool. It was slightly raised above the level of the yard and the sport court. I jumped up the small retaining wall and took a leap right into it. Standing waist deep in the water, I turned to my stunned family and said, I bet you didn't expect me to do that. Whatever tension and anger remain evaporated in peals of laughter. My dad and I had inadvertently created a timeless memory for all of us. Thank you for listening to Storytime for Weirdos. This is a monthly podcast that is posted on the first Saturday of every month. Storytime. Turn all of the lights off over every boy and every girl. Storytime. One more chance for feeling some joy, laughter, or fear. Story time. You might want to listen, so put this into your ear. There is one where a guy becomes a gnome. There is